Episode 86, The Nocebo Effect. Hi, this is Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to Work Your Energy podcast, which is a show all about how to thrive in this energetic universe that we live in. Today, I thought I'd take a look at the nocebo effect because we all know the placebo effect, but many of us have not heard of the nocebo effect, which I feel is equally as important. So in today's medical world, All drug trials must have a control group, and this is where the participants of the trial receive a placebo, which is essentially not the drug. It can be seen as a fake drug and is often a sugar pill or something like that. Now, interestingly, over the years, scientists have noticed that these people who are taking the sugar pill, amazingly, 10 to 100% of these people actually heal, uh, even though they're not taking the drug itself, which is how we understand the power of belief. So essentially, we can believe something into existence, including good health. Now, this is the field of epigenetics, which I'll talk about in a bit. But first, let's look at what the nocebo effect is. And this comes from the equally astounding phenomena that shows that people who take a placebo, not the real drug, can actually have negative side effects from the fake drug. Once again, showing us the power of belief. But in this context, they are negative beliefs that induce negative real physical side effects to taking the placebo. From understanding more about the placebo and nocebo effect, scientists have begun to understand more about the power of the mind and how the mind can make us sick or heal us in equal measure. Dr. Bruce Lipton talks about the nocebo effect in his book, The Biology of Belief, and rightly questions why this nocebo effect isn't taken into account in more doctor's surgeries. Doctors have always tended to err on the side of caution when they are diagnosing and often outline the worst possible outcome or scenario of the illness and even prophesizing a few months left to live, which then results in a self-fulfilling prophecy. As Henry Ford once famously said, if you believe you can or if you believe you can't, you're right. This is the power of belief. We can choose to believe we can do something or we can choose to believe that we can't do something and on either occasion we are correct. The placebo effect can heal your body and the nocebo effect can make you sick which means you can choose which beliefs you want to believe. You can choose to look at life in a positive or a negative way and how you look or view life will determine what sort of life you have. The reason I'm talking about the nocebo effect this week is because it's in my new book, Work Your Energy. 
It actually forms part of my own story as to how I got here, because I used to be very negative and quite depressed, and so was my mother, and to a certain extent, my mother-in-law. As I talk about in my book, they both died young, at 71, which I have always felt was because of their attitude to life. What I find so liberating about understanding more about the placebo and the nocebo effect is that we can literally choose to have a good life and we will have a good life. And this sort of knowledge and information I find so empowering because then it's down to me. The thing is that before I wrote my book, I didn't know that I could change my depression. I thought that because my mother was depressed, I was going to be depressed. And I didn't know how to get out of negative thinking. So as you'll know from previous episodes, I got out of negative thinking by using positive feeling to begin with. And then I went on to start using many different energy tools and techniques. But what I find so empowering is that it gave me hope. It helped me to understand that I didn't have to sit in depression. I didn't have to have mental health issues. I didn't have to be depressed. I didn't, I could literally choose to step out of all of this and this is something that even 15 years of therapy working with psychologists psychiatrists I had never learned this from any of these people and I'm not totally convinced that they even know it's true even now when I see things like mental health awareness day it sort of makes me a little bit angry inside because I feel like why are we always bringing attention to the negative aspect of things It's not that I'm trying to say that people aren't depressed or people don't have mental health issues. It's that these days I look at depression and mental health in such a different way and I sort of feel that there's a trap in there. If you believe that you are depressed, then you are depressed. If you believe that you have depression, if you believe that you have bipolar, if you believe that you have mental health issues, then you will have all of these things. And rather than celebrating mental health days or depression days, Shouldn't we be educating people and helping people to understand that you can escape depression in as little as six weeks using psilocybin and in as little as three months using positive mantras? And in fact, I recently listened to something that Eric von Daniken said when he said, if everyone on the planet could be or remain happy and positive, high vibrational for just one day, all the low vibrational energies, the dark energies of the planet would disappear because we would no longer be a vibrational match for them. And I think that really sums it up. We have created this low vibrational world and in a sense we're celebrating the low vibrational world. But actually, I think that we need to find a way to flip all of this around into a positive way of looking at it, into a massive mindset shift Because sometimes it's not what people say, it's not what we're saying, it's what we're not saying. It's what we're implying by not saying certain things. And I think this is just as important. For example, I suspect in this world there are certain groups who don't want depression to disappear because they benefit it from in some way. Just as like the diet industry does not want people to lose weight because it's a multi-trillion dollar industry and the pharmaceutical companies don't want people to know that pharmaceutical drugs are the third biggest killer in the United States because this is also a multi-trillion dollar industry. And this brings us right back round to beliefs because 
we are being presented with beliefs all the time, negative beliefs, beliefs that twist our thinking, beliefs that shape our thinking. And I can pretty much guarantee that if anything is in the mainstream media, which I'd like to point out that 99% of the people watch 1% of the media, which means that there's 99% of the media that we are not watching. So the 1% of the media that the 99% of people are watching is going to be bombarding us with a belief structure, a belief system that supports what they want us to believe. And I'm not totally convinced that the pharmaceutical companies want us to be happy and not depressed. I'm not convinced that they want us to be healthy because they're going to lose trillions and trillions of dollars if this happens. Which means that if the 1% of the media that everyone is watching is not going to be supporting us into having a better life, we need to start creating that better life for ourselves. And as Dr. Lipton points out in his book, choosing to look at life through rose-colored glasses helps us to thrive because it creates a high vibrational environment for ourselves, literally. This is the field of behavioral epigenetics, which, as you know, I talk about a lot in my podcast, but it's because this has been so transformational for me and also the people I work with. We are literally a walking bag of beliefs, and the more negative beliefs we can clear, the more we can raise our vibration and get to that happy place, get to that thriving life, get to that more successful life even, because it gets us onto that higher vibrational platform, which is where, of course, all of the manifestation, the creation of our life begins. As Dr. Joe Dispenza is always saying, we can't manifest from a low vibrational place. So before we do anything else in life, it's really fundamental and important to raise our vibration. And I'm not convinced that the mainstream media want us to raise our vibration. I think it serves a lot of people for us to live in a low vibrational world, for us to have a low vibrational collective consciousness. As dark as this may sound, I'm not trying to be dark. I'm simply trying to present a different way of looking at things because I really want everyone to thrive in this world. But I also agree with Dr. Lipton that we should choose to look at life through rose-colored glasses. So we should choose to see everything in the best possible light. We should choose to understand that life is what we make it, that life is mind. Mind is matter. Mind creates matter. So it's all about mastering our own mind, mastering our own emotions, mastering our own energy. And when we do this, I feel that everything in our life improves. I feel the easiest way to change this is to work on releasing limiting beliefs, which I sort of see as little energy bubbles, which is why I call it popping bubbles, because I can really visualize that in my mind. that Each time we clear a limiting belief or a negative belief, we're popping a bubble which then creates space and then allows us to raise our vibration a little bit like a balloon going up in the sky. As we start to clear our own limiting beliefs and perceptions in life, we actually change our DNA and then we're no longer passing it down to the next generation, our children or grandchildren. So when we do this, we're actually changing the future of humanity by releasing these beliefs, these negative beliefs, these negative perceptions, these negative thoughts, we are changing 
the world, the collective consciousness for the next generation. And I think this is how we will ascend on a much faster scale. So let's just end by saying you are not your mother, you are not your father, you are not your beliefs, you are not your thoughts, you are not your perceptions. You are free to choose who you want to be, what sort of life you want to have, and how you want to live that life. And that is the true power of belief. Okay, so thanks for listening this week, and I hope it's been useful as always. If you want to reach out to me, you can connect with me on social media. I'm on at Work Your Energy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn under my name, and I'm on Twitter on at Work Your Energy. So I look forward to catching up with you next week. In the meantime, have a great week, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.